Triple Whale has just launched a simple finance platform called FinHub, and I'm already loving it. One simple dashboard for all the tools and accounts you're already using, so you can gain clarity with your consolidated data, your real-time cash flow, your accrual P&Ls. It's designed to help those brands that are built on Shopify to operate smarter. So go over to triplewhale.com and check it out. Welcome back to Pit Stop. I dare I say, finally joining me since Jason Wong did coin name the show Pit Stop because it's a quick little pit stop for your high performance Shopify store. We're going to record a couple of episodes, and you probably know Jason as the founder of Doe Lashes. If you've been in the e-com game long enough, you might remember him from the Mean Bible, seeing him speak at conferences. But we are going to be talking about a couple of things today, including, which is just so nice to talk about post-COVID, your trip to the ShipBob warehouse. And this came from a, a tweet from their CMO, Casey, Casey Armstrong's account, where he posts a picture of the, the two of you just having some some fun. And the first thing that I noticed was just how clean it was, which if you've been to a warehouse or done any work, when you, when you get in there, they're typically dark. They're not disorganized, but stuff's kind of, it doesn't always make sense. And they always just look so dirty and dusty. But when, when Casey shared that picture, I just thought this doesn't look like many of the warehouses or logistics facilities that I've been in. I'd love to hear about the the tour and some of the things that, that Jason noticed. So fast forward about a week and Jason is joining me on Pit Stop. Welcome, Jason. Yeah, thanks for having me. And, and you're entirely right about the warehouse thing. Um, a clean warehouse is as good as a clean kitchen. Uh, you know, you can really tell by the craft of these people whether it is taking a packing order to cooking food in the kitchen is that how they take care of their surroundings and, and their kitchens and their counters is really indicative of how they work. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that's just such an important thing to to note of what comes out into quality, which will be a little bit of a teaser for the next episode. But what else did you notice at the the ShipBob warehouse? So do you want to walk me through sort of what your tour, what your tour was and what really stood out to to you? Everything was so systemized. I mean, really everything. They they create the framework to do step A to Z flawlessly to make sure that errors are mitigated and, and that things are done properly. And they really actually have a lot of redundancies in their process to make sure that there's uh, a minimize of errors, which I really did not recognize until I saw it with my own eyes. And it's not something that they go out and make ad videos about. Like they're not making YouTube videos about the redundancies, which is something that they do within their process that really create efficiencies across the system. And I think, I mean, we've both been been sort of seasoned e-commerce veterans uh, at this point. So we've seen the lack of redundancies where it could be an add-on item not being put in or a piece of promotional collateral not being put in. What are some of the most useful redundancies that you that really impressed you that you thought maybe, you know, I never thought that this should be something I should be worried about. And now I'm I'm not because I know that they have either a really quality system in place to make sure it doesn't screw up or a really great re- redundancy. It's, I mean, the simple way to put it is just double checking against 
what was supposed to be the checklist. Uh, a, a really good example is whenever you receive products into a warehouse, you get a pack and a receiving notice, which essentially details all the products that you're expecting to receive within the shipment. So they're like, hey, within the shipment, you're going to get 50, 50 candles, 50 lighters, yada, yada, yada. Um, and generally, most warehouses just take it for surface value. They're like, yeah, okay, that's, I'm just going to enter 50 into your system. But what a ship up does is that they take that notice and they will actually count the units within the cartons against the pack list that they get in order to see if there's any discrepancies. Um, and that's something that you don't really see uh, done at a higher level, like especially on, on a company at that scale, you, you don't get that. And, and frankly speaking, from the warehouses that I've seen, they don't do that either because it's, like you say, it's redundant. Like why would someone do that if they create checklists already? But I, I think the fact of the matter here is that ShipBob guys care so much about uh, you know, minimizing errors and, and improving customer experience that they're willing to do things at them scale in order to improve customer experience. But then they do, they do it in a way that, that scales. And that's such a great example because you, you get 50 candles and 50 lighters or, or hot dogs and buns, whatever the analogy that you want to use is. And you don't think of, well, A, what happens if they missed a skid of product, which could be tens of thousands of dollars worth of, of inventory. And that if you oversaw, you're just going to have headaches down the road, but also, what you don't have time to fix it if you run out of if your inventory count is off by by a skid or even a, a few cartons. So I think that that's just such a huge example. I know that I chatted quickly with with Casey. And he mentioned a, a couple of things that that you noticed that you said. Do you want to share a couple of those things that you noticed about the the Shipob fulfillment center? as well in terms of just maybe how you mentioned how, how clean it was and just how much care that people were, the, the staff were taking. What else really stuck out to you? Uh, <laughs> it was actually really funny. Uh, people were happy. <laughs> um, um, it's, it's, I don't know how to put this, but like, uh, I'm not sure if our audience has ever been into a fulfillment warehouse, but it's not a place of magic um, for for employees. Like people don't go to warehouse happy to pack orders. But I think one of the biggest thing I noticed when I was at ShipBob is that when I walked through the aisle, people seem to be uh, happy about the the job that they're doing. There's always like I, I couldn't see them smiling through their mask, but you can see smiling through their eyes. Or like they're excited to go work. They're they're trying to solve problems and. In a way, the ShipBob team has created this team culture that really rewards individual achievements and, and allow them to have the autonomy to achieve things and, and do things, even though their role may just be a pick and pack. And in, in that sense, people feel like they're appreciated at the company. They tell me about all the company outings that they do. They do rewarding. Uh, they actually promote internally uh, more than hiring externally. And so people feel like there's actually room for them to level up because the issue of fulfillment and, and you know, these, I don't, I don't know if you would define as blue collar position is that they, they never really seem to have a way up. You know, you work in this place and it seems like you'll work in that position for the next five, 10 years. But in, in a sense, at, at ShipBop, from the way that they describe it to me is that everyone gets promoted at, at a certain tier based on certain milestones and, people seem to be working very hard against it. And that's the culture that they have instead of that company. That's so, so well put. Because if you think of 
I mean, a comparable position of a retail worker. And you always hear about tales from retail, tales from retailer uh, having to deal with Karens. And nobody's ever really happy at the end of a, a retail shift as a, a cashier. You're never really excited or sad that your shift is, is over. You're always just – you just want to get out there. And I think that the career trajectory is is important as, as well. And I, I think that it's something you and I have chatted about is just really ethical companies and, and partners and, and sourcing, which we don't need to go go into that. But you you opened up my eyes to to a lot of the ethical – questions. It's a segue into the next the next episode. What are some of the ways that you integrate either Doe or some of the the clients that you work on, their sites and systems and processes into your Shopify store and your ecosystem? What's from a shipping and fulfillment standpoint, what are some automations or even just one automation that somebody should be could considering as they go into as they, the second half of 2021? I think proactive uh, notification, proactive communication with your clients, especially during these times of supply chain delays and shipping delays and short staff at warehouses is more crucial than ever. And frankly speaking, should have been done before the pandemic started. But you know what? It's okay. Baby steps, right? Yep. Uh, the automations that we have done is that we, we use um, tools like Wonderman, which is a tool that syncs in shipping data from different couriers like UPS, USPS, and then which also integrates with uh, with CRMs, like not CRMs, with um platforms like PostScript for SMS, uh, Clavier for email, that will proactively tell your customers if their order is going to be stuck in transit for an extra couple of days, or if there's a shipping delivery error, like they, the error was uh, the address was wrong, or, hey, um, things are taking a little bit longer at our warehouse because we're a little bit short staff right now, but it's okay. It'll be there in a few days. Like just being proactive about that and automating that process because we're essentially grabbing data, real-time data from USPS and making it so that the customer doesn't have to go out of their way, check their email, click the tracking link, find out on the tracking website that their parcel is still stuck somewhere, being very frustrated, emailing you about it. Before they do all of that, we go out there and be like, Lucas, it's like, listen, it's a tough time for us right now, but we promise we'll get this package to you right away. Just doing that one simple thing and automating that has seen a drastic increase in the overall customer experience and also retention. Yeah, and people talk about retention, and this will tee up the the next episode. But it's like that picture of you know the plane with all the bullet holes that survived from World War II. That's only the planes that survived. You don't need to fix those. You need to to work on patching up the areas of the plane where the the bullet holes took it down. And if you can proactively let your customers know their order is going to be delayed by a couple of days, it reduces your headaches, it reduces your chargebacks, and customers just trust you more, so they order more. Well, let's wrap it up here. We've got nine minutes to record the next episode, which is going to be taking that a step further and automating some of your customer support. Jason, anything you want to plug before we get to that next episode? Nothing, but uh, good news. My 2 p.m. just got moved, so we have a little bit more time. All right. Well, that is good news for everyone because I could chat your ear off all day. But the name of the show is Pit Stop. So let's wrap up episode one now and make sure you're subscribed because we will see you back here for episode two. 
getting an appearance on television in primetime can lead to a large number of sales. Just ask anyone who was in the tank pitching their business or the co-founder of TB12, what happened after he won the Super Bowl or whatever I'm allowed to call it in this ad for ShipBob. TB12 had four times their normal sales volume in December and they were able to get all of those orders out on time because they're partnered with ShipBob. You can partner with ShipBob too. Head to ShipBob.com, get a quote, see what difference it could make for your business. Triple Whale is doing some amazing things nowadays. They're developing just a huge range of tools to help your brand stay informed and scale. And Whale Mail is where you can get all these details. So head over to TripleWhale.com and sign up today.